And welcome back to the Basic Bitches Guide to Life. What's hey, up, bitches? Hey. I'm Christina Warren, joined as always by my best bitch, Allie Keeves. Allie, welcome back. Hey, y'all. We are so excited. So it's been a minute since we podcasted. We had Christmas and New Year's and other stuff, but like, really, you guys, The Bachelor is back. Ben. Uh, it's so good. I can't believe how long it's been since we've had a Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise season. It's been since this summer, which is crazy because I feel like they always come like right on top of each other. Exactly. Well, what it is is that there's like a good solid like three or four week. Like there's like a three week break between Bachelor and uh, Bachelorette. No, actually, it's longer than that. There's a pretty solid break between Bachelor and Bachelorette. But then it's like right after Bachelorette, you've got like two weeks to plan and Bachelor in Paradise is like right there. Ugh. such a great show um so good yesterday's episode was so good it was so good so just for anybody who's new to our show we typically cover pop culture and basic bitch things but really our passion is the bachelor so um we've been really looking forward to this so that our podcast can really get off the the ball yeah. or get on the ball rather get, yeah yeah okay so so take us through um some of your highlights from yesterday's episode uh, so one, Ben is the cutest. He's so he cute. He seems like such a nice guy, which, um, if you've listened to the podcast for, since the beginning, I think early on we talked about the fact that Ben is sort of boring, yeah. which he is kind of boring, um, but like a lovely man. But we said that he, because he is not super interesting, the women were going to be really off the wall. And we were dead on correct, as we learned yesterday. We were dead on correct. Um, the women were all over the place, and it made it super fun to watch. But then there are some that you can tell are going to be really annoying this season, like Lace. Like Lace, who I, I, I love her right now. I'm going to get so over her. But she's right now is like my Ashley I Like, I'm just loving everything that she does. So I loved her in the beginning because yes. she was very like she reminded me of like the stereotypical Jersey girl, which is I'm from New Jersey, so I think it's okay that I say that. Yeah, she's from Denver. Weird. But she remind you know, like she was like kind of catty, was starting to get drunk, so she was saying like fun things. Yes. But then all of a sudden she took a very severe turn. Very severe turn. Well, what into I think, like crazy clingy girlfriend after having just met Ben. What I think happened with Lace is that she had like she made like the 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 rookie mistake, which is, you know, she drank too much too soon. Like, the thing with this show, and from what we've learned from shows like Unreal and what we've learned, like, from the behind-the-scenes books and things like that and from other stuff is that, like, the first night they oftentimes have to film, like, twice. It actually takes place over two nights. And there were 28 girls, so I imagine that just getting through, you know, the introductions alone, 26 of them, not including Amber and Becca, would take, you know, like, hours you know, having to do setups and over and over again, right? And then you've got to yeah. do like the one-on-one the -on -one time and the other stuff. So I can imagine, you know, you've got to do it while you still have light. I can imagine this stuff taking um, a long time. And they give you alcohol. And like, I think it's great to like start off with like a glass of wine. But like, you know, you've ever gone to a party and if you start drinking too much too fast, but like you were supposed to like make it last for a long time, like you can get fucked up quick. Yeah. I think that's what happened to Lace. 
Yeah, I mean, every it doesn't time absolve we saw her, her, she her had crazy. like a giant wine glass in her hand. Exactly. It doesn't absolve her crazy ass behavior, which we'll get into. But I do think that like that's what happened. I think that she was like, oh, cool. I can totally drink and chill and then like realize like we're not even at the point. Like, because here's what I'm imagining happens, especially if you are one of the early ones to get out of the car. All you've got to do while you're waiting for those other bitches is to drink, right? And so it's yeah. a long-ass time before he comes back inside. And so if you've been drinking that whole time, by the time you're actually supposed to interact with him, you are now off your ass drunk. And I'm sure that they don't eat a ton before. No. I'm sure they don't because you've got to fit into those dresses and you're nervous and you don't want to be seen eating on camera as your first like thing for the bachelor. Which is also very crazy to me. Like They make them wear or they choose to wear these like super fancy gowns. And I can tell you, in the course of my relationship, which has now, like, been almost three years, I have worn a dress that fancy, like, twice. And it was the same dress both times, and it was to black tie weddings both times. <laughs> ah, good times. So I, like, that's not, it, it's so weird to be like, here's this girl that you may marry, and this is what she looks like in this beautiful dress. Like, that's not what she's going to look like 99% of the time. No, but, I mean, I think the whole idea of the show is that it's all fantasy. I mean, he's not going to be in a tux 99% of the time either. He's mostly going to be in, like, you know, polo shirts. Jeans, which I would much rather see him as he was really going to be, which they will see, you know, once they start going on dates. But Yeah, so... um, And along with their fancy dresses, they were wearing heels. Yes. And... None Some of, of the walk. women were not so good at walking in heels. It looked like they pooped their pants. It really did. It looked like, I mean, we were, we were talking like last night. We were like, it, like Jay Alexander from America's Next Top Model, RIP, um, needed to teach those girls like how to walk in heels. Like they needed yeah, a Jay class. Yeah, it was not good. Because and it was I not say good. this as a person who cannot walk in heels and that's why I don't wear them. I'm okay in heels. I'm not great. I used to be better than I am. But I damn well guarantee you this. If I were ever to go on reality television and have to like wear a dress and like walk in heels, like I would be in classes. Like I would take a ballet class and like <laughs> insist on being in. You know what I mean? Like I would take my heels to the gym and I would get like on the on the treadmill. Like what? I would make sure that I had that shit locked down. All I'm saying. Yeah. Don't want to look stupid walking on TV. Speaking of stupid walking on TV, and again, we're going to get back to lace or whatever, but like people had like their little gimmicks of what they could do. So some of them oh. were cute. Like who was the girl who was the unicorn? She was actually cute. Uh, Jojo. That was Jojo. Who we love. Jojo is my fave. Team Jojo all the way. Okay, so Jojo had the unicorn helmet on. That was funny. He and laughed. then she pulled it off and it was totally cute. It wasn't one of those ones no. where you're like, oh, this girl is bonkers. It was like, oh, this girl's cute and funny and clearly has a sense of humor. Exactly. This girl is bonkers would be Mandy who had the freaking like Oh, rose she had like a rose on her head, but not like a regular rose. No. Like it was twice the size of her face. Yeah. And that girl is clearly like she was cast to be the Ashley S of the season and yeah. actually according to the bachelor live after show ashley s is now engaged so good for her yeah um i still want her to do my hair apparently she has a hair salon in brooklyn i still want her to do it or works at a hair salon in brooklyn. i know I, I still want her to do my hair because i bet she'd be pretty good but like um she was such a wonderful gift on the bachelor and bachelor in paradise last year that i feel like they wanted to keep that crazy around but the thing is is that this is what gets me about mandy other than the whole like weird dental exam that she gave him. Yeah, that was really strange. Yeah, and it was kind of gross. Like, ew. Um, yeah, that's not what you do on a first date, it's I don't not. think. 
I don't think so. But my whole thing with her is like she's weird and like even her like videos, she was like, I'm the out there girl. I'm the weird girl. Like I hate people who like a come in like with that idea. And like it's 2015. We all know it. We're 2016. Shit. It, we, <laughs> we know what reality TV is. Um, you don't have to like be like a, an archetype. Like we, we, we get it. We, we can put you into the box ourselves. But to me, it seems like Ashley S was just weird because she's just a fucking weirdo, right? Like, I love her, but she's just weird and crazy. This girl seems like she's trying so hard to be weird. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Like, the chicken enthusiast, uh, Tiara, who did not make it. I also am so confused by. Yes, but at least she seemed, like, legit weird. Right. Like, it actually didn't seem, like, I hated her and I'm glad she's gone, but, like, it didn't make it- any sense. I didn't hate her, but I didn't... I didn't hate her either. I hated I hate She twins. was fine. She was fine. She was just... She's a chicken enthusiast. That's really weird. I still don't fully understand what that means. Like, I'm enthusiastic about a lot of things. I love my dog. But, like, that's not my job. Right. I mean, Wait. I thought... But I thought that being a matzah enthusiast was your job. Like, actually. I mean, I don't get paid for it, though. It's also not what I do all day, every day. It's- Fair enough. Important distinction. Fair enough. So, Rachel, the unemployed girl. Did we ever even see anything about unemployed girl? Like, I don't even feel like I saw her for a second. Her uh, name was called. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't remember her at all. Now, speaking- no, she's the one that came in on the hoverboard that everyone was like, please. <gasps> yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. She came in on a hoverboard. My God. And the thing is, is that at that point she came, poor thing. She like thought that she was going to be like so rocking and so cool, right? Like this is, be- obviously this was. She did before. wear uh, Chuck Taylor's. So uh, I. Pops. I love that. Pre- I-, I do agree with that too. But the thing is, is it's like. Um, she thought that like this was obviously filmed before all the hoverboards started like catching on fire and whatnot. So like kind of a good call like for her when this was filmed. But the thing is, is that that wasn't like the best like entrance. Like that wasn't the best prop. Obviously, the girl that won the best prop would be Megan with a horse. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, my God! She brought a mini horse in. What was his name? Troy, I think. No. I can't think of what it was. I can't. It wasn't little Sebastian, um, no, sadly. But that would be amazing. That would be amazing because he's the best. Um, no, but Megan, who was eliminated, but yet the horse remained um, and had a very cute moment with Chris Harrison at the end. Yeah. Um, Chris we, Harrison found his equine soulmate. He, he really did. And it was a really cute thing to see. But Megan, that was, I don't know why they ever would have even picked her like to be a contestant. I mean, they are both from... No, they're not. She was from Weatherford, Texas. This yeah, but, they, but he's also from like a farming town. But he's not a farmer. This isn't Chris Souls. Like we saw, yeah, he was the QB and like on the basketball help team. The producers, I don't know why they would pick her. She very clearly is not his type. No, but she's not. I think maybe they had a hope that like maybe he was looking for someone who was not his type. But she also wasn't cute. So, like, I just, I don't get it. I'm just being honest. Like, no offense, Megan, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're a lovely person. <laughs> um, actually, fuck, you're not listening to this podcast. And if you are, you think I'm a bitch. So it's fine. But, like, she just, she didn't hit the show at all. Um, she wasn't, I mean, you know, she had the horse. That was at least memorable. Yeah. Uh, poor, uh, poor Lauren R., one of the many Laurens. There are four Laurens. There are two Lauren B. So one of them has uh-huh. to go by LB. Poor thing. But Lauren R., who is the math teacher, and one of her students' parents was watching her Periscope last night. Holla. Oh, right. Um, she didn't give her name. Oh, yeah. She just totally was like, okay, bye. And didn't give her name. 
He kept asking. She was walking away. Um, Not so. Do you think that that's why, like, she didn't make it? I don't know if that's why she didn't make it, but, and I don't know if that even really, like, bothered him, per se, because he probably understood, I mean, you oh, know. I'm sure he understood, what I'm saying, though, is maybe, like, he never got a chance to even, like, know her or know her name, you know what I mean? Like, if she didn't, yeah. he didn't spend a lot of time talking to her, like, the fact that she didn't tr- introduce herself is one thing, but then it's like, well, I don't even know your name, so, like, how am I supposed to know, like, anything? Yeah, I mean, what I would assume, though, that he would, like, take time to talk to all of them on the first night. Yeah. Unless I mean, he just got, like, a sense right from the beginning, like, this girl's not for me. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, like, the kind of the problem is, is um, I think, like, I think that the reason Red Velvet, um, who was uh, Laura, uh, I think the reason that she went home, she was super cute. Her, she was way cuter than her photo was. I was kind of harsh on her with her photo, and then, like, she was actually super cute in person. So I apologize, Laura, because you actually seemed really nice. Um <laughs> I really liked her and and I'm sad that Red Velvet is like gone. But like, um, I think that the reason I got the sense that the reason she didn't go further was that this is one of those scenarios where this is why lace would last is you've got to make an impression. You've got to make an impression. There are 28 girls, you know, you're maybe spending three minutes, four minutes with him, maybe like a little bit longer if you're really like good at what you do or or you're lace and you like find him three separate times. But like stalk him. Right, which, but the thing is, she got a rose. So, like, at a certain point, like, obviously, everybody's like, oh, it's about love. It's not about love. It's about a, it's a game, and maybe you find something that you might, like, not mind banging. Like, that's kind of, you know, I think uh, the, the Cut did a great um, article about the history of The Bachelor and this infographic, which showed how many marriages have resulted from the show. And um, only one Bachelor actually married the girl that he um, proposed to or whatever. Most of the marriages have obviously come from Who The Bachelorette. Was it? Uh, it was Sean. Oh, that's right. Sean and Catherine. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it, it is still a reality show. And so, like, you got – there's, like, a certain gamesmanship part of it. And I feel like if you don't come out with your strong game, like, super early, like, you you know, you, you, you yeah. got to be memorable. Otherwise, you're just not going to stand out. Like, this is – I feel like it's weird. It's, like, the reverse of most reality shows where, like, you become, like, more game-like, like, as it goes on. But you start out kind of maybe, like – holding back like on survivor you know you can just kind of like step back from the pack for the first couple of 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 days and like see how things are going and see people kind of like eliminate themselves you know hunger game style right like you go all katniss on it but like this is one of those things where you've got to be like hardcore out the gate and then as it gets like deeper and deeper that's when you should ideally drop the gamesmanship and be you know like you're still gaming stuff but you should be like more on the DL about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think some of these girls... I, th- I I wonder if he, like, just got a sense right away, like, some of these girls are not right for me. I, have, I literally have no idea what he saw on Lace because she was trouble from the get-go. She was. So we have to talk about her, what she did. So tell us what, what, what her whole thing was. And then we'll talk about her final, her confrontation after the rose ceremony after that. But tell us kind of what I don't what remember. What was her? Did she have like a thing when she came in? She Because I don't him. remember being like blown away by her right at the beginning until she opened her mouth. She kissed him. Oh, that's right. I think I missed that. Yeah. So she kissed him. and But it was just like a peck. And um, then she tried to find him a second time to kiss him more properly and And then she asked him for another kiss and he was like well maybe i should get a chance to like know you before we kiss again on the first night and then someone interrupted them 
then he felt bad and he went to find her to like explain why he didn't kiss her again. And at that point she's really drunk. And, yeah. And but starts- then she seemed like, okay. She was like, okay. Like she sort of seemed like she could respect that. Yes. Um, and then she really started to go off the rails. She really started to go off the rails. She's getting drunk and drunker with the other girls, but I think that she's pretty much hiding it from him. Like he doesn't see it at this point. Right. We all see it, but like, he doesn't see it. But then what happens is that, you know, he's calling out the names and the roses and it's between, you know, her and I guess they sent like eight girls home. And so at the last rose and she's like, obviously like really pissed off and really upset. And he calls her name and she gets her rose. But then she like pulls them aside. Yeah. What, what the hell? She pulls them aside so she can tell him that she's upset with him because he barely looked her in the, he didn't look her in the eye. During the rose ceremony. So she was confident that she was going home. Yeah. Which the best part was when he was like, okay, so to clarify, you are mad at me for lack of eye contact. Yes, that was so good. That was so good. And then she totally went into the bitchy ex- bitchy girlfriend mode like yes. so quick. She was like, well, I'm just saying, you know what? If, if you don't want me here, I, I can just go home. That, that's fine. You can bring one of the others go back. He's like, no, but I don't want that. Well, are you sure? Because I can just do that. Yeah, I'm- it was it was <sighs> very off the rails for someone who just met this person you you just met him and now you are like two months into the relationship yeah like that is the sort of stuff like and 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 you can tell she's a drama queen at that point like putting aside the drunken antics aside like the fact that anybody would go to that place like so quick means that you were clearly the drama queen and like my sister who i love i love you kelly but you're a fucking drama queen you know it um as she frequently says i'm not a drama queen it's just my personality that's the sort of shit she does in relationships right where she's like well if you don't want to do this and you can just da 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 um but even kelly because she's a smart person would not do that your first night meeting a guy like right like, that's just not acceptable behavior. No. I mean, that's the thing. And and you could tell that he's like, doesn't know what, what to do. What have I done? Because he's, because I have to be honest, the way that the girls were made up last night, and like, that isn't reflective of how they'll look the whole season. But she was like, definitely top three best looking women last night, in my opinion. Yeah, the photo, I'm The photo's not good. The photos, although, let me tell you that from the beginning... Based on her, not really her photo, but her bio, I said that JoJo is going to be the best one, and JoJo is the best one. JoJo, look, it's like Isla Fisher's double. It's kind of great, but um, I'm yeah. really liking JoJo. But no, but like Lace was definitely one of the hot, like it was Lace, Becca, and and probably probably JoJo last night, I would say probably top three. And then Amber, I would put like in the top five, like even though she didn't like do a uh, You're forgetting makeup. about Jubilee. Oh, Jubilee. Yes, I am forgetting about Jubilee. Jubilee's top three for sure. Okay, so it'd be yeah. like, it'd be like lace i was i would do lace um uh, becca jo- uh, jubilee it would be my top three like f- f- from hotness last night um i would put jojo in there you lace would, was you, okay but like so, i don't know i didn't love her all the time not just from her personality no but totally just, like, i loved the upswept hair i just i just thought she looked really good so i felt like he was definitely attracted to her and like she had her a game on the on the hotness down like she had the contouring down like it was good like the makeup people did a good job so i understood why like you know he would keep her around even with some of the drunkenness because you look at some of the other girls also i feel like the producers were like you will keep her because she's gonna be good tv Uh, I think so, although I think that they really, the one that they were like, the, the, or the couple that they were like, he, they were like, you have to keep the twins, and you have right. to keep Mandy. 
Oh my God, Mandy. I keep forgetting about her. Yeah, because she's terrible. And like, she's clearly not going to win. She's not going to last very long. I give her like three, four episodes tops. Yeah, if that. I bet you she's going to be gone before next, by the end of next episode. I hope so. I hope so. Because she, I mean, when you know it's not going to work and you know the person is just kind of a fame whore, like, stop. Yeah. Like, go back and do community theater and dinner theater or whatever. Like, while you're also a dentist. I mean, that's the, that's the good thing for her. She at least has a career to go back on. Um, right. Olivia, who got the um, first impression rose. Yes. I like her, too. I like her, too. So she's from Austin, Texas, but she lived in Arkansas, and she was a news anchor, and she quit her job to do The Bachelor. And it was funny because uh, your boyfriend, my managing editor, was like, well, I mean, it wasn't Arkansas. It wasn't like she gave up that much as a news anchor. But in truth, I mean... It could have been something that could have, if it was network, could have led to a bigger market job. But by doing this show, it's actually a really smart career move because now her Instagram is going to be on fire. Yeah. So when she comes back from the show, provided she doesn't look completely terrible, like she has like one leg up getting hosting stuff either for Lifestyle Networks, whatever, or like getting a bigger local news market job. Like she's Yeah, not gonna I go- think she'll be fine. And I think she'll go far because she was like a normal, nice, pretty girl. Yeah. Also, looking at her photo, this photo is awful of it's her. It's awful of her. In real life. In real life, she's so much prettier. Well, no, yeah. on TV, she was so much prettier. Because on TV, she like has a longer-looking face. Like Her face looks squished. It's weird. She yeah. just doesn't look. It, it's just not a great photo. But, um, yeah, no, she... Um, what, what was... And, and this is obviously because this is what she does for a living, but she was really confident. She spoke well. She was able to carry a conversation. And I think that's part of the problem some of these girls have, too, is that they're like, they, you know, you're in this weird situation. I, I can't even imagine what it would be like. And they're like, okay, well, how do I talk? To, you know, how do you talk to this guy? Right. But, um. Okay. So then we had, uh, we had Jubilee. We talked about her briefly. But Jubilee, she uh, has the best story, hands down, of all of them. She's yeah. the war vet. She is an army vet and she's totally like kick ass, but she's also like beautiful, so beautiful and so strong and just seems like a great person. She does. She does. And from the this season on the Bachelor clips, like it looks like they're going to be making out hardcore, which I'm all about because like yeah. chocolate, vanilla, swirl, swirl, like we need more of that on this show, frankly. And I'm glad that she's like taking the initiative to like stick her tongue down his throat. Um, I do worry, though, that he that in some ways, like she she feels like too good for him. You think she feels too good for him? No, I, I feel like she is too good for him. Oh, I don't know. He seems like a lovely person. I mean, he seems person. great. I'm just saying, like, I feel like she could do, like, you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't necessarily... Like, she could date The Rock if The Rock was That's single. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And so, if she doesn't win, and I don't think she's going to win, um, just knowing this show's terrible history with this sort of thing, like, I think she'll be fine. But I really liked her, and she's really hot. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so we have to talk about the twins. Ugh, do we? Yeah, we do, sadly. God, I hate this gimmick so much. Uh, the twins are, I mean, I would, like, if they were interesting, I'd be so all about them. But they don't seem interesting. They, they seem, seem so dumb. like, typical, like, girls who are trying to be ditzy because they think it's cute. I mean, their occupation is twin. Right, right. Which is also, again, much like the chicken enthusiast, not an occupation. <laughs> no, it's not. At least the unemployed girl was like, I'm unemployed. But like, right. the fact that they're like, literally like, and then they're not that attractive. Like they, the way they have their makeup on, like they can look okay. Haley, out of the two, um, it seems to be the prettier one. Um, 
And, um, but like, but no, it's just, I'm not. And, yeah, and I think the other one's the prettier one. I, Haley was the one wearing green and I said the green one was the prettier one. So I think Haley's the prettier one, but I mean, we'll see. But like, because uh, because we, Allie and I discussed last night, there's always an ugly twin. Um, it's true. And who, if you don't think it's you, well, <laughs> well you're probably the ugly well, twin. We all know. Now, who's the ugly twin between Mary-Kate and Ashley? Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know. I'm um, not sure. I'll tell you who the prettiest. I haven't, I haven't thought about them in a long time. I haven't either, but you know, be... the, you know the, who, but the prettiest Olsen twin is obviously Elizabeth. Right, of course. She, she's the prettiest and the most talented. I know she's technically not their twin, but like she looks just like them, so... Olsen child. Yeah, but she is the prettiest Olsen. And the most talented. It's great. Okay, so, yeah, the twins, I, I, I'm not into this gimmick at all. It seems gross to me. And, like, it was weird to me that it seems like they're almost selling them as a package deal. Like, they were showing the previews things. And it was, like, it looked like he was taking them on, like, a, like a date together. Like, that's weird, right? Like, and, Well, in that case, like, one of them is going to get eliminated. And it's going to be bad news bears. Right. Really, like, I they're not exciting they're like, not exciting it's not a good it's it would be a good gimmick if they were exciting but exactly not. because i understand the the rationale between getting twins i mean first of all you get the twin cess jokes and 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 the the, the three-way innuendo which is gross and won't happen but but is good for tv but then you have the the broader phenomenon on the bachelor um uh, where the women themselves become close and develop these bonds and some of them will remember there was like one year i can't remember who it was but like a girl got like really upset when like her best friend in the house was like eliminated and she was like, how could you, you know, want me if you didn't want her? You know what I mean? Like, this, she's such a great person. And if you turned her down, then what could you possibly, how could I possibly want to be with you? So, like, there's that interesting sort of dynamic. And then there'd be the interesting sisterly, like, competitive dynamic of, like, oh, my God, like, we're both falling for the same guy. Which is also, but, but like, to me, like, I wouldn't want to go after a guy with my sister. That just seems like that would just be awkward. So, my, I'm so, so awkward. So awkward. So, I'm just thinking, like. They have to get eliminated, and they'll probably last, like, six episodes, but I don't think he'll do, like, a lot of stuff with them. Yeah, no. So they'll be there, like, just as background players. Um, yeah. Partially, I think, because he's, like, how, do you split them up? Do you eliminate them at the same time? Like, what do you do? Like... Yeah, because if you eliminate one before the other, then there's animosity between them. And if you eliminate them both at the same time, like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So the internet seems to be really hyped on Kayla, who is the software sales rep. Oh, I liked her a lot. I liked but her too. But then they both have the same job. Yeah, which was kind of awesome. But also, like, they both have, like, the most boring job ever. Like, he sells back-end um, uh, uh, processing software, and she sells, like, like terminal, like, point-of-sales service software. So they have, like, the same sort of stuff. Like, they're both in enterprise software sales, which probably pays well, but, like, just seems definitely boring. But, no, she was cute. She, though, she, she was really cute, and she seemed really nice. Yeah, she did. Seem like really at nice. first, I was like, "Is she this nice because she's insane, or is she actually this nice?" But she seems like she's actually that nice. No, she and Rachel, who's the unemployed one, they look so much alike that I get them confused sometimes. But yeah, I liked Kayla. Um, okay, so now we got to talk about briefly. We talk about Amanda. She's mom. That's what I'm calling her. She's the twenty. Oh, yeah. She's the she's the twenty five year old divorced esthetician with two kids. Uh, that's just not happening. Like he's, he, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I, I forgot how young he was, but I don't think that yeah. he is going to pick a mom only because I like I think he's too young. Yeah, I think he's too young. And that's a lot of baggage. Like, again, like, I'm not trying to, like, like shame this girl at all. Like, I'm, like, proud of her for going on the show. And her body is rocking, especially for two kids. But, like, 
that's a lot like to try to ask of somebody in a new relationship like you've got not one but two kids that's baggage like that's real baggage like that's yeah. a lot because if you've got to get in a relationship with somebody like you've got to think about the kids now too like you know you can't just like have fun and like come see come saw like it's uh that's actually not what come see come saw means but like say la vie but like you know what i mean like yeah so all right um now i think oh there there was who was the girl oh lauren h whose photo is way better than she looks in person it's one of of the other laurens she's the one from ann arbor oh yeah i wanted to love her so much because i love ann arbor but she was like not super cute which is fine she wasn't super cute also boring she was boring but she was super sweet what i liked about her was when becca came she like got up and like gave him time like with becca that was a classy ass move now you know that's midwestern for you it is and the thing is is that that is like not a game playing move like if you're in the game like what you should do is be like yeah i guess i'll give you time whatever but like she offered and was like nice yeah like so the other girls were not nice they were not at all well, except for Becca, Becca, who we know and we love, was great as she has been like historically. Yeah, Becca is super duper nice. Like at times I sort of feel like last season I was like, she's too good for this show. I agree completely. So I, it's weird that she's back. But I feel like but the thing is, is that Ben, I also feel like is too good for this show. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But he signed up. I know. And so did she. So I'm saying, like, maybe, like, the the two people who, like, are too good for this show, like, can be too good together. No. Here's my theory. And we, if you watched our um, periscoping last night, you heard me say this. My theory on this is that Becca's going to make it pretty far. In the end, she is not going to make it for whatever reason. And she is going to be the next Bachelorette. Yeah, um, uh, uh, Piper, uh, also known as Isabel, um, my coworker, um, she also thinks that Becca has the potential to be the next Bachelorette. I would love to see Becca as a Bachelorette. If we can't have Tenley, I would love to have Becca. Um, here's my only thing, my concern with Becca, and I don't want to be judgmental in any way because, like, your body, your choice. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely all about it. And I think that the way that she handled her virginity in, in Chris's season was actually really badass. Like, I thought that the fact that she didn't like use it as if this is like oh you should choose me because of this sort of thing right like 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 ashley i did which was weird um you know she has her reasons for why she's a virgin and and those are awesome and um she told him like at the fantasy suite moment and frankly that's when he needs to know he doesn't need to know before that you know what i mean like it's none of his business what your sex history is until you're getting to the point where you might be having sex and if you want to talk about it beforehand that's fine but like you don't have to um my concern with her with potentially being the first version bachelorette a that would be great ratings and, and abc would love it but i wonder and again not to judge her her decisions at all but like doesn't that put a lot of pressure on the on the male contestants and also once you get to a certain age she's 26 like again i'm not saying that that you shouldn't like do you or whatnot but like the longer you wait like the more it's kind of like the 40 year old version where like it has this like build-up thing right where like his character's problem with losing his virginity was that like the older he got the more awkward it was and then how do you explain it's your first time and like what type of pressure does that put on the person who like well do we have confirmation that she is still a virgin we don't but we don't have not confirmation so i don't know it just it's it would strike me as weird for her to like not being in any relationships in the time between, you know, when she was with Crystal's on on The Bachelor 
and with Ben H. And then for a girl who waited 26 years to, you know, like lose it to some guy just like in a one night. You know what I mean? That just doesn't yeah. seem that, that that doesn't seem in character. It seems to me like if you're going to if you're going to wait that long and be that contented, then you might as well like be in an actual relationship. And I just don't think enough time had passed. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, who knows? I don't know. I just love her. I and love I her. I think she would be a good bachelorette. I do think she might be similar to Ben in that she's not the most exciting person. That is that is problematic because whereas the, the men can be um, boring because the women will definitely like bring out the personality and bring out the crazy. Very rarely do we have like the crazy and the drama with the dudes. I mean, we did with Caitlyn season. Um, yeah, we but, totally but, did. Well, but that's because Caitlyn is drama too, though, right? Like those guys guess, brought it. Those guys were like. I, but true. I think I think you can. Ca- I think they could cast a group of guys that's like really compelling to watch. Like you know the but Knicks those, and. But would those be the right guys for her? No, but do the producers care about that? Well, clearly they don't. But I'm just saying, I want Becca to find love. Yeah, obviously, but she's not going to find it on The Bachelor. <laughs> That's not why we watch this program. This is true. Although I do feel like Becca and Ben would make beautiful, like, offspring together. But really, we But just you're right, want... we don't. We just want, we want the drama. We want, well, really, we want Ben and... Tenley to be together. Yeah, that's really what we want. We want Ben and Tenley to be together. Um, also returning from Lamb from last season is Amber, who we also saw in Paradise. And you yep. know, she's so pretty, but she's so forgettable. Yeah, that is the problem. Because she's is, so pretty. Like I, I constantly I'm like, oh, who's what did she do? Who is she? Why do I care about her? And the answer is I don't really care about her. That's the same. I, I, she's been on the show now. This is the third time we've seen her. I still don't know anything anything about her other than the fact that she's a, a bartender. And I, I only know that because of her um, profile, like her application. Oh, right. Yeah. Like I literally know nothing about her. So she's 23. No, no, she's not 23. Sorry, she's 30. She, so she's 30. So, you know, she's been at this a while. Um, I mean, The Bachelor there's nothing franchise. wrong with that. No, there's not. What I mean, though, she's 30, but I'm saying now this is her third Bachelor thing. And, and I'm like, yeah. okay, like, this is... You're, like, getting into Bukowski, like, like cat. Well, actually, that's yeah. not fair. He was on, like, seven things. She's now, like... Yeah. I think she and Tenley are now, like, the same amount of things. Which is so. fine, because we love Tenley. We love Tenley. I wish Tenley were here. I know. Why isn't Tenley here? I don't know. We have to ask her. We, we do have to ask her. Um, we love you, Tenley. Like, you are still our favorite. Okay. So, rounding out, there was um, any of the other than big, other than um, Red Velvet, in, did any of the girls who went home surprise you? No, because I didn't think any of them were, like, there was no one that I was like, oh, I really hope besides Red Velvet that I was like, oh, I really hope this girl makes it and then didn't. Yeah. And I think it's also, like, I don't, I really didn't get a good sense, which again is the big problem with the show. How is he picking from these women when I got like no sense of who some of them were? Totally. Well, I mean, and I wonder how much of that has to do with editing where they gave us so much Mandy and so much lace that like we didn't even get to, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure it's edited quite a bit, obviously. Um, So we have both an LB and a Lauren B. Lauren B is the flight attendant. She seemed cute. Yeah, she seemed really cute. She could be an okay pick for him. He really, really, really seemed to like her dress. She had like the blue dress that was super cute. Oh yeah, she was the first one out of the she limo. She was the first right? one out of the limo. Yeah, yeah. I like her dress too. That was like a good choice. Yeah, 
Um, I also liked the girl. I think it. Who was the girl? Oh, um, Leah. Leah. She was. She, I liked her. Oh, the event she was planner. An event planner. Yeah. But I also liked her dress because it was like gold and it was sheer at the bottom. And yes, that was my one thing I would say to Becca. Becca doing the short dress was not a good move. No, I, felt like I did it not was like too, the short I, dress. I, I, not for that event. Like I no. liked the dress, but also I did. it was a little revealing. The top was a little revealing for what, what it was. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I would love that for like a one-on-one. Yeah, but like that didn't seem like the perfect dress for you know you're meeting him. Okay, yeah. so um, also who else was there? Oh, um, oh, uh, Cry McCryerson, Samantha, the attorney, the girl who's like, I just passed the bar exam. Oh um, right, she's crazy. All of these people are just so forgettable to me. Yeah, but that that girl like screamed crazy pants. Mm, I don't really remember all that much. She cried a lot, and then in the the next time on the Bachelor stuff, it looked like she definitely had her crazy on. Uh, okay, all right, all right. So, um, all right. So we've talked about the show. Yeah. Um, what? Who? Who? Who are your picks to go far? We are both trying to do the Bachelor Bracket dot com, but we're like failing because it's not working for us. You know, I um, think someone broke it. Somebody I don't broke think it. It's us. I don't think um, it's us. Uh, JoJo is still my top pick. And I think Becca's going to go far and hopefully Olivia. But other than that, I think it's all up in the air for me. Maybe also um, Kayla. Those are my top four. Becca, Kayla, JoJo, and who was the last one that I said? Olivia. And Olivia. Yeah, so I'm going to say Olivia. I'm going to say um, Becca, even though I have a feeling she's not going to last as long. I'm going to say um, Lauren B. And um, I guess JoJo. I hate, like, picking, like, the same as, like, you. But, yeah, like, but that's yeah. fine if you think so. Yeah, I do. I do. Cool. So. Okay. Cool. Um. So that's the Bachelor. Is there anything else we should talk about? I mean, honestly, like that's like it's the new year, and like this is really what matters to me right now is the Bachelor. That's true. Um, Although, um, I will say, if uh, people asked yesterday if we were watching Making a Murderer, the new Netflix yes ten episode docu series, which I have watched, I am almost finished. I'm like halfway through the last episode, um, and I don't know what to think. Yeah, my problem with it, and, and it's interesting because I've watched a lot of these true crime documentaries. Um, most people come to this stuff by way of serial, but to me, the whole genre started with a, a, a documentary series that, that aired more than a decade ago called The Staircase. Okay. And um, that was about this uh, this guy who was um, convicted of murdering his wife, and there was like all this blood on the stairs. And, and the whole way he was convicted was actually kind of gross, because whether he did it or not, the whole way that he was like convicted was the fact that he was bisexual, and they used his bisexuality like basically as like a rationale for that's why he killed her. It was kind of gross what the prosecution did. It was like so homophobic and biphobic and like gross. But okay. he ended up... Um, after like the the documentary series like covered the entire like trial 
and you okay. had all these open questions about what happened and it turned out he'd previously been sort of linked with another murder or not murder it wasn't actually a murder it was, it was suicide but it was, it was weird circumstances anyway um he was convicted but his conviction was then overturned um he wasn't exonerated but it was like deemed that like it couldn't stand so he's like currently like out on bail and stuff it's it's kind of been an interesting thing so there were two series there was the staircase and then a few years later there was the staircase too so Whoa. i'm used to these sorts of of type are those of- available anywhere netflix yes they are they are oh, I'll, and i'll find them right. for you um we'll put them on the show notes really good stuff yeah. to watch they're also on itunes like you can buy it um i know it's on the sundance docu club or whatever like which i think is why i joined the docu club like so i could watch it if you need my login alley i'll give it to you regardless sure. you can watch it but um I watch this stuff and so I think like as much as I know that our justice system is totally like and ridiculously fucked up like I always feel weird when it seems so clear that the filmmaker has like a bias in favor of the person they're covering. Yeah and I you know I had read a bunch of articles before I started watching uh, just because I'd seen them because I work in social media, like I saw a ton coming through my feed. So I had heard that it was like the defense was really the one that was pushing this. And that's the reason why the show was cut the way that it was cut. And so a lot of times it's like, and, and I read not spoilers, but like I read like, this is what you may not know because this is what the documentary didn't show you. I read a bunch of those articles as we were watching Jonathan didn't read any of those. And so it was interesting to have conversations with him and see what he thought, knowing what I knew about Stephen Avery or what I'd read about Stephen Avery. But then it's funny because the one thing that like kept keeps coming up every time I think about the case is like, regardless of whether or not he's guilty or innocent. Right. Which I have no idea. Right. Um, I keep coming back to the story of him and the cat from when he was like a teenager. Right. And, you know, in the show, they make it seem like, oh, everyone was doing this thing where they were passing this cat around and Steve threw it over the fire and the cat mysteriously caught on fire. And that's why he ended up, you know, going to jail for the first time. But then in reading things, you also hear like, well, the cat, he had doused the cat in gasoline and that's why the cat, that's why it was so easy for the cat to catch on fire. So like those things, like the way that the mo- that the series is set, they want you to feel, it feels like the, the, the directors are trying to make it seem like, oh, you should feel really bad for him. He's kept getting like dealt all these really bad hands in life and he absolutely did when he was convicted for a crime that he very clearly didn't commit. Like, yes, absolutely. That was totally shitty and that should not have happened. But he's not totally not to blame for some of the things that have happened in his past. Right. So I just keep thinking about that cat, the whole situation with that cat. And like, I can't forget that piece, but I don't, that does that mean that he's guilty of killing the photographer? No. No, you're dead on. And I think that what is interesting, um, too, is that even though it does, it's very clear that he might not have had a, um, uh, what should we call it? What's, what's, the, what's the comment? Um, um, a fair trial. Yep. That doesn't necessarily mean that he um, is innocent. Right. 
like he or, didn't he uh, didn't or that he's a good person like he didn't he clearly didn't rape um you know the woman like he was exonerated from that and i'm actually okay with him like being like if, if he didn't get a fair trial even if he did commit murder i'm actually okay with him getting off of it if if, if, if he you know i'd rather somebody like go free than like somebody be guilty if that makes sense yeah. okay. but um like i'd rather have like i don't want somebody to be wrongly convicted but yeah. but i don't like the way that the documentary was very much making the the show um or making him like they're they're trying to like make us buy into his narrative too much and that just bothers me when they're so clearly rooting for this guy because there's a way to do that like what errol morris did with uh, the thin blue line but there's there's a way to do that and then there's a way to do what they did and that's i don't know it, it didn't it didn't work for me yeah i just i wish that they had included information like all of the information because obviously it's on the internet people are people can find it like if you had given all the information being like here draw your own conclusions that's one thing but to be like here's half of the information and here's the conclusion that you should come to i think it's just like i think it could have been so much better yeah i agree and that's sort of my issue with serial this season too um is that I think it feels very much like, you know, obviously we're only, what, three episodes into Serial. One, I don't particularly care about the topic. Like, you know, the Adnan Syed case was so compelling because it was sort of new and I had not heard of it before and it was all this evidence and all this research. But like the Bo Bergdahl case, you sort of heard about it in the news for so long. I didn't really particularly care about it. After the first episode, I was like, maybe I do care about this. But the more I listen, the more it seems like Sarah Koenig is like, hey, I don't think he did it and you shouldn't think he did it either. And here's why. Yeah, no, I agree. And um, I kind of feel that way, too, where like I don't know the story behind Bo Bergdahl, but I feel like that's what ultimately not serial is really not the best place for that. That's going to be what the court martial is for. Right. That is the actual court of law. And it's interesting that this, you know, filmmaker like has all these interviews with him. And that's really interesting to hear. But I kind of and as much as I like Sarah Koenig, I kind of don't need to hear her like stick up for him. Like, yeah, I kind of don't need she doesn't need to carry water for him. The fact that I did walk off base. And and I think it's partially also that last season she was like, I don't know. Right. So you were like, okay, you don't know. And I don't know. And it was frustrating at times because you were like, I want to know and I want you to tell me. But at the same time, you were sort of like, all right, we're all in this together and there's no conclusion. But at this point, it feels like she's saying, like, there is a conclusion and this is what it is. Right. And and yeah, that bothers me. And it also is weird that, you know, they're like they're clearly like doing this. You know, they've got this, you know, um, partnership and whatnot. And and. I like cereal a lot and it's not that I'm disinterested in the topic because I'm not. It's just more right. like I don't know how much this medium can really add to the information. Like I'm interested in hearing the interviews with Bo Bergdahl and hearing what he says. And I actually I think that he maybe is lying about certain things. Definitely. I definitely think he's embellishing things. Like I don't think he like tamed like a, a wild mean dog. You know, like there are certain things about him that I'm just like, I, I, I don't know. But I, I think that a lot of what he's saying probably has some merit, but that doesn't change the fact that he walked off the base. It doesn't change the fact that what happened to him is terrible, but it doesn't change the fact that, that he walked off the base. And so I um, I wonder, like, yes. I wonder what I wonder what the point is. Like, I wonder what 
especially once we know now that they're doing a court martial like i wonder what the case like anad and syed like it was a cold case it'd been dead for a long time there was like a reason to maybe look into it because this woman had reached out to him out to her and it was interesting but the boat bergdahl thing it's like this was ongoing this is this is clearly still being investigated and i wonder part of me even wonders like is there a danger in the media being so part of a story that's still ongoing that is going to trial. I mean, it's it's a court hearing, but it's I mean, it's a, a, a military hearing, but it's still a hearing. And, and I wonder about that. Yeah, I agree. Seems odd that like out of all the stories that she could have picked or they could have picked that they picked this one. Yeah. <sighs> But who knows? All right. We are running way long. We are running way long. This is like our longest one ever. And so yeah. I am going to. Um, we need to do our basic bitch of the week. Yes. So our basic bitch of the week this week. Uh, obviously, it's going to be someone from Bachelor history. And um, this week it is Melissa Rycroft, who, if you'll remember, uh, a couple seasons ago, it was Jason Mesnick was the Bachelor. She won. They had like this ultra romantic, like everyone was crying um, engagement. It was amazing. She was like America's sweetheart. And then on the After the Rose show, they came on. You could tell that everything was tense. And then Jason was like, I actually don't love you. I actually love Molly, who was the runner up. And so I'm going to be with her. Now they're married and Molly and Jason are married and have a kid. That's another story. But Melissa is still America's hero. She's on Good Morning America all the time. She was on Dancing with the Stars. She won Dancing with the Stars one season. So she is totally our basic bitch of the week. Yes, she is. And she's she's a hero. She handled herself so classily. She's just she's great. Yeah. Big fan. Huge fan. So, (sighs) Allie, where can people find you on Twitter? They can find me at. Allie, A-L-Y, Keeves, K-E-V-E-S. That's at Allie Keeves on Twitter. Great. And you can find me at film underscore girl on Twitter. You can also find us at BBGTL on Twitter, which we don't use, but we're going to have to start using. And I think we should start using that during um, The Bachelor more frequently. We've also um, been... um, uh, We've been... Whatchamacallit? Um, Eh! We've been periscoping. Yes. Sorry. I was getting emails while this was happening. We've been periscoping. And so uh, during Periscope, uh, we periscoped. eh. (laughs) During The Bachelor, we periscoped during the commercial breaks. I think we're going to try to continue that when we can watch together. But you're going to be gone for the next two weeks. Yes. I'm going to be gone traveling for work. So uh, if you're following me on Twitter, I... I don't know when I'm going to watch The Bachelor. Well, I was going to say, because you're going to be on the West Coast. So, yeah. okay, first of all, you can use one of my logins if you need to. But I'm sure you'll be like in Airbnbs or hotels or whatever. You can watch. You can yeah, totally we'll watch TV. hotels. I just don't know where we're going to be, if I'm going to be in or out and about. So, yeah. And uh, uh, so, but so you'll be watching like three hours late. So you'll have to ignore my tweets just like everyone else does. Yeah. So we will podcast when we get back. Yeah. Um, but we will be like sharing our thoughts and maybe like you could like write a blog entry or something on our Squarespace website or basic bitches guide to life.com. Absolutely. Sounds good. All right. So um, next time we talk to you guys, we will be like three weeks deep into The Bachelor and we'll know more about these girls and hopefully and, and more about what's happening this season. I always like the first premiere episode, but it's also like you don't really get to know anybody. So. Right. All right. 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 All right. Bye. Y'all. Bye. Bye.